0: Hey everyone, welcome to our 26th weekly episode where joined by usual hosts, Mazar, Aniket and myself, Rishab. But this week we have another guest on, but he's basically part of the team. Uh, we also have Fuzel. For those of you who have caught our previous F1 episode where we discussed the biggest rule changes that affected Formula One, Fuz was there. He will consistently be our F1 correspondent. He's an F1 expert. As a quick reminder, he... Oh. He runs his own Formula One league. There are four divisions across two platforms, which is Zenith Online Racing. Um, and he himself is, a, is a, a online racer and an avid follower of Formula One. So he
1: will consistently be on for our F1 podcast. Yeah. I'm also known as the world's OKS sim racer. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually sent to me by one of, one of the other drivers as a gift. Yeah, that's factual. Oh man, that's
0: uh, that's some hardcore trash <laughs> talk. <man. Right.
2: laughs> I, I like that. It's humbling. It's humbling.
0: So, so with that, I guess I've kind of given away the fact that this episode is about Formula One. A quick reminder about our, our last episode, the 25th episode. Uh, we had Ayush Alavadi, who's a sports presenter. He's, he's really worked across the sports world in law, in media. Really lovely conversation. Very interesting. So do catch it if you're interested in presenting in general, media in general, or more specifically for sports as well. But with that, let's get into this week's topic formula one. As I said, fun one for us, cause we're talking about the young drivers who we believe are the real deal. So better than the Oks drivers, the best <laughs> drivers of the, of the young drivers Our cutoff is 25 years old. Uh, we basically, you know, there's some amount of argument, you know, I will, I will completely admit the three other people in this call are way more knowledgeable. They've had some arguments about this on WhatsApp. We figured let's take it off WhatsApp. Let's take it into the podcast. Um, so with that, I'm going to open it up. Guys, Fooz, I'm going to put you on the spot first. There are a lot of great guys. So amongst the people in the 2021
1: grid, under the age of 25,
0: who do you think is the real deal? Okay, that's a
1: very, very loaded question. Very, very tough question. And, you know, I literally have no biases or anything. Like, I generally... <laughs> <laughs> For those of you listening, Fooz is like a cap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know, like... I don't know. Like I feel like uh, that Monegas guy is kind of decent. Like you <laughs> know Lewis once or twice and like you know an outright drag races. So it just, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with Leclerc, but it's a very tentative answer and I haven't thought it through well enough.
0: <laughs> perfect, perfect. To- totally fair, totally fair. Gui, who do you have, man?
3: Okay. It's going to appear as if I'm copying uh, the expert on this one, but it's the same answer guys. I have, uh, I think, uh, been following F1 for, I don't know for how long, but it's always been that red car. And once you (laughs) see someone in that red car doing really well, you just, you develop that affinity. So, of course, it's a biased opinion, much like every other F1 opinion anyone has ever had. But, uh, yeah, it's him. It's just, it's kind of strange because there are so many good guys. Yeah. Especially in the 2021 field, which is packed full of, you know, under 25 racers. And even like the guys who like we've eliminated from this conversation are marginally over 25, right? (laughs) Yep. Those guys are also really good. And... um, they're one. They they all hold one seat out of twenty seats in the world. So I mean, I yeah, think yeah, anyone anyone you pick, totally. anyone you pick is going to be slightly biased.
0: <laughs> but no, so, no, it will refute it.
3: so I can't wait for Mazar to refute this because I can <laughs> see it build. I can see it build right now.
1: I mean, they're literally like he said, the twenty best drivers on the planet. Like that's that's a group that you know it's, is as exclusive as it gets. So.
0: Yeah, I, I had a few things to say about Giovinazzi being in the top twenty drivers yeah. in the world. But I'll leave that for later. But uh, so with that, so Chalakla, if you're listening, you have a lot of fans on this podcast. <laughs> so
2: are you deviating from these two? Where you? Uh, well, personal bias aside, I have always been a Scuderia person throughout, through thick and thin. Um, even before Shumi, in fact, even. Like, because dad used to bring home these magazines. So I used to always see that, uh, that Ferrari logo and the Italian flag. So the red has always been close to my heart. And I do love, look, look, but like I said, I have to put my personal bias aside here and I have to, have to go with that one if man, it's in Red Bull.
3: You don't have to, you don't have to do that. No such thing. <laughs>
2: Well, I am going to go with that man who sits in the Red Bull car, Max Verstappen. Now, the the reason why I am saying that is purely based on facts and the stats. I I know it's unfair to all those guys who are coming in now, uh, including, of course, Yuki, Schumacher. Uh, AKA Mick Jr. rather when he started off. So that's an interesting thing. But the point is how can you argue with someone who has been there for several years now? He's already established himself. Had a great season last time out. He's won the most F1 races from all these guys. So I think experience counts for a lot more than uh, I think we're at, at least we're giving credit to. So uh, we'll. I mean, we can discuss it much more further in detail. I know. I know that Fuzel's itching to have his go at me, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, Krishna, we aren't going to leave you out. Who's your pick? No,
0: totally fair. To be honest, I'm. I, I. I think if I just, you know, if neither of us had spoken before, I would have gone for Verstappen as well. But I'm going to deviate a little bit because I do want to talk a little bit about George Russell. Um, you know, I. I think he's. He seems like he's. He's heading to Mercedes at some point, uh, we don't know when, you know, um, Bottas is essentially keeping his seat warm till, till he gets there. Um, but I it, part of it is also just I feel bad for him. He's such a phenomenal racer in such a bad car. Um, he proved how great he was in that like one race he raced last season. I think it was Sakir, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he looked fantastic. You know, he's proven himself at the F2 level, if I'm not mistaken. Um so I, I think there's a lot there's a lot to come for George Russell I'm just waiting I'm, I'm waiting for him to move up to a better car at some point um I don't know when that is but I'm 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 super excited for that so whenever that comes I'm really excited for George Russell Hey are you like us and trying to make your own podcast but aren't really sure where to get started Well, when we first began, we didn't really know how to get our podcast out there to the hundreds of different podcast platforms. That's where Anchor comes in. Anchor is your one-stop shop for all things podcasting from start to finish. It allows you to record and edit your podcast, and then, when you're ready to publish, distributes it to a ton of podcasting platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Once you've posted your episode, Anchor tracks listening across platforms and graphs your performance across countries, age groups, and platforms. That's how we know that 4% of our listeners are in Hong Kong. If you're listening from Hong Kong right now, well, thank you. And Anchor is totally free. To get started, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That's ancho r.fm to get started. Now back to the pod.
3: That's coming when Hamilton goes. Because like, not going to ex- I don't think with the kind of reputation he already holds, uh, he's going to go for a number two driver, that too. I mean, oh, you know, we don't have a number one racer thing is okay, fine. But it'll get very quickly established when you have like a seven, possibly eight time champion against <laughs> someone who essentially was not even being close to the top in F1, in F1. Okay. Not, not the junior leagues. But so I, I'm um, just, I just want to highlight this because now that George Russ's name is up, please, every, okay, no, none of the British commentators are listening to this, but you've got, you got to stop picking sides. You can't be calling him G. and Georgie on live broadcast. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? We get your bias. We get your bias towards the team. We get your bias towards his nationality, but then there's Lando also, Right. Not doling out the same treatment to him. Okay, not not <laughs> not, <laughs> not to that extent. I mean, uh, Gasly had a rough season. Got not even half the love when he did well. And I'm just like, hello, what is wrong with you? He got promoted and then demoted to the team. He was like, excuse me, leave, please leave. We need to make way for. Someone who's also not going to do well. <laughs> okay, fine. That, that's how. That's how terrible Red Bulls were. Um, uh, I mean, th- how terrible the luck was. Okay, uh, since uh,
1: Maz likes
3: uh, <laughs> Max.
1: I mean, I think yeah. I mean, okay, fine. The British bias is there, but Russell is a good driver and like you you do kind of have to feel for him because he had one race. He had one like great opportunity to prove himself. And he did, like he w- removed, like there wasn't much doubt around his ability before that race, but like whatever shred of doubt anyone would have had was probably destroyed after his performance in that race. He just got really, really unlucky with, you know, a team fucking up a pit stop. Basically that's, that's all that happened. He had the race in the bag. He went wheel to wheel with Bottas and you know blew him out of like he sent him back to like Finland, in my opinion. But it's, it's it's ridiculous like how good he was in there and like the point you said about Bottas keeping his seat warm, I don't think that's true. I think it's more Hamilton keeping his seat warm. Like he's gonna be number one driver at Mercedes if like the if if the day the minute Hamilton decides to retire, Russell's gonna like snap that up and. You know that's it's gonna be another era of domination where we're gonna if Mercedes keeps it up in the, with the role changes next year, um, it's just gonna be a repeat of the last what eight years or so where we're gonna hear the German and the British national anthems every time, pretty most in most races on the podium. So like yeah, Russell is like undoubtedly really really good, and that performance just like proved it for everyone. And it's just like it was so like it's it was heartbreaking to see. Him not even get on the podium after that. So,
0: no, that that's completely fair. And I I wanted to ask y'all. You, you know, you talked a little bit about Charles, it, it reminded me a little bit of Charles Leclerc. But I want to put it Bahrain, to one of right?
1: you... Even Leclerc, and Bahrain was leading the entire race and then didn't win because of an engine failure. And like that's just like come on, he could have won his he won his second race in Ferrari. And that happens. And uh, yeah, it's
3: time just that is spent in having to fight Vettel off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Carlos signs at least fortunately, might be one of the more friendlier competitors, mm-hmm. eh? judging by his relationship with Lando. Hopefully, it continues with Leclerc as well. But I wanted to put ask you two again. So, the two people who selected Charles Leclerc, there was a slight reaction to what happened. Before I get to that, I want to quickly mm-hmm. tell our audience and our viewers who the other races are below 25, really quickly. And this is going by ascending order of age. You have Yuki Sonoda with Al-Fatari. Lando Norwich with McLaren, Mick Schumacher with Haas, Nikita Mazepin with Haas as well, Lance Stroll with Aston Martin, George Russell with Williams, Charles Leclerc with Ferrari, Max Verstappen with Red Bull, and finally Esteban Ocon with Renault. But with that, you two had a bit of a reaction when the word Verstappen popped out of Mazar's mouth. So what is it about Verstappen that you, I mean, I don't think anyone would refute he's a very talented driver. That's not even a question over here. Um, but what makes you feel that slight, that reaction, what brought that reaction out of you to get up? What, what, what bothers you about Verstappen that you like about Charlotte? Let me put it that way.
1: So for me, Verstappen, obviously, like you said, he's an extremely talented driver. Like I would have to be blind to even refute that, like in the slightest. But I think for me, the issue I have with Verstappen is the, you know, the, the kind of arrogance that he has, like. I, for personally, like, it's a very, like, personal thing where I uh, admire humility. Like, I admire some, like, obviously drive and, you know, ambition are one thing, but, like, that has to go along with humility because without it, it's, it's, it, it's very arrogant, and I, I don't like that. Like, it's just a, it's a personality thing. Like, it's not about his driving ability. Like, aggression is fine, but then there's a very fine line between aggression and disrespect. I feel like Verstappen is the type of driver that is disrespectful. He's not like, you know, uh, he doesn't keep in mind other drivers and like, you know, he's like, no, it's like the world revolves around me and just he just gives off that kind of vibe and that's that's what that's my issue with Verstappen and that's it. Like, the other thing I would say, <laughs> this is a funny one, this is also why I hate Liverpool so much. Like, I hate Liverpool because I'm... A- <laughs> but I also hate Liverpool because their fans are really, really obnoxious and that's, that's the exact, like, personality trait I find with uh, the Verstappen fans as well it's just like really obnoxious fans it's just like gives me more reason to dislike him so yeah and th- like that's also exactly the quality I like about Leclerc like he he doesn't give off like oh I am a Ferrari driver and I'm the greatest of all time and I'm the best and like you know I was born to do this and shit like that's just like he is a good driver and he behaves like, like if he makes a mistake, he's not whining and complaining. Oh, this guy fucked up or that guy fucked up or you know, whatever. Like he admits to his fault. Like, you know, you you like p- people have seen thousands of memes about him calling himself stupid, like no, I did a shit job and and whatnot. Like that's a quality I like, it's it shows like he's smart enough to acknowledge his own flaws and that's the only way anyone can improve right anyone like even us even athletes whoever like only when someone acknowledges their flaws is like that's the first step to actually improving and that's what gives me hope that's what gives me like the optimism that Leclerc can become world champion because he's going to constantly keep improving like even Lewis Hamilton, he never ever says that I am a perfect driver and I have won everything there is to win. And like you know, even he's constantly like, "Oh no, like we go again. There's so much room for improvement. and we can go faster. We can we can do this better, that better." And like that's that's the sign of greatness, right? Like that's not arrogance. Is not like that. Nobody who's good in like any sport, any athlete ever in history has has had that arrogance. Like, Oh, I'm the best. I don't need to improve. Everyone else around me has to get on my level and shit like that. So that's, that's the, be- like, not a very detailed summary of why I don't like Busstappen.
2: So now to just to to summarize this, <laughs> what
3: was is saying? He has the attitude of world champion Vettel, but <laughs> his performances are, well, water, whatever they are, okay, it's not world champion Better, you know, the phase where everyone briefly hated Vettel and pointing the finger and all, all of that, all of that unnecessary bravado for no reason, I yeah. what is wrong with you? Please acknowledge, acknowledge where you are and how many people watch you. I get that you might be having ex personality outside of uh, the F1 circuit, but, um, Okay, fine. Maybe he is who he is and we can't change that. So my, my issue is not really his attitude It's just, uh, if it was backed by the best of performances we've ever witnessed. Okay, fine. That's who you are. Can't change it much, but it's not. So why are you shouting all the time? Why are you angry so much? <laughs> What's wrong with you? There are people, there are people who get shunted just because they are like middle of the pack. Okay. You get, you have to go wheel to wheel because they're the middle of the pack. This dude starts what in the second row of the grid and he's going to complain about everything. Okay. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're much better off than a person who's starting like 11th or 12th and he's facing different issues, but they're not whining saying that someone else butchered their race, right? This guy's race is going to get butchered by one small incident on one corner and he's going to crib but that's the nature of the sport. What do you want to do
2: about it? So, I'm um, just for the sake of debate, I personally, let me make it clear here again, I am not a Max Verstappen fan. I am purely judging him basis, his stats, his experience, his records, And well, let's look at where he finished last season in the table. Looking at all those facts, I'm saying that he is the best young driver and you're ignoring one very important thing. He started very young. He started much younger in Formula One as compared to all the other guys. So that arrogance is coming in because of that. I hate it. I don't, and all of you guys know by now that I don't like anyone with a slight attitude also, Uh, whether it's cricket. Whether it's football, especially when it comes to cricket, uh, you guys know how much of, let's say, dislike I have for players with attitude problems. And I completely agree. And one thing that I love about Charles is uh, his, he's a team first guy. And I think he displayed that when, when his race got uh, thrown away, I don't remember which race it was, but then... Vettel managed to get his podium, and he was so happy for Vettel. And he he said it on the team radio. He's like, "Oh, I know I shat the bed, guys, but I'm so happy for Seb. I'm so, uh, like, I'm just so happy. He's had such a terrible year, so it's so good to see him on the podium. That is what you want from your best driver. That is what you want from your number one. And I'm so happy to see uh, Leclerc being there now. But Red Bull are the second best team currently. You you you're ignoring that fact. And that's why I don't know if you can argue that Max is going to finish the highest amongst these young drivers. So can you then still say that he's not the best young driver? Maybe, but stats are on his side. So I think that's the case. According to me, we still have a lot to see from Nick Schumacher. I like that, Krishnan, you brought up George Russell and Fuzz. I think you mention that perfectly as well because if you just see all the F2 drivers who are currently there, as in the F2 champions who are currently in the 2021 grid, we're talking about Pierre Gasly, we're talking about uh, Leclerc obviously and George Russell, all of them F2 champions coming in, all being talked about highly. Gasly not so much but I still think he's a great driver. Um, And yeah, so I think Mick Schumacher can turn a lot of heads. He's in a very controversial team in Haas with, with his teammate. We all know what happened there. So let's not get into that. But um, I think Mick also has his head on his shoulders. So he's going to be my driver to watch out for coming into the 2021 season.
0: That's actually a perfect transition um, into what I wanted to discuss as my next conversation topic, which is the three new guys, basically. So Mick Schumacher, Yuki Sonoda, Nikita Mazepin. Um, three new guys, both two for Haas, basically a Ferrari training program at this point, um, and um, and Yuki Sonoda coming in from Red Bull. He's been a Red Bull driver for a little bit now. I can't remember when he signed to the Red Bull program. Um, seems I think as of twenty nineteen. So he's been he's kind of been scouted by Red Bull for a little bit, racing alongside Pierre Gasly at AlphaTauri. Who are y'all most excited for? So I you know they're they're all guys new to F one. Who are you looking forward for? M- mazar talk a little bit of mixture, I think he could be interesting. Any other, you know, what are your thoughts on Mick Schumacher, Yuki Sonoda, or uh, Nikita Mazepin? Anyone that catches your eye? So,
1: uh, so I have two parts to this answer. One is uh, Mick Schumacher and Yuki Sonoda. That those are the two I'm, I want to talk about. Mick Schumacher, because one, as a Ferrari fan, there's a, a ridiculous amount of optimism there that, you know, like, I, I want to see him do well. I don't know if I will, because... Haas is not, you know, that kind of team that where he can, probably, he, he can like, you know, uh, showcase his talent. Well, it's going to be, like, Russell at Williams. He's pro- I don't know if he's going to score points or not. If he does, I'll be I'll be very impressed. I mean, it depends on, like, how Haas is going to perform this year. But I'm not expecting much going into the season. But, like, it, it, that, is, that is someone I want to see do really, really well. Mm-hmm. Yuki Sonoda, I think, like, I don't know much about him so far but based on what I've seen in like the little bit I've seen in testing over one weekend I think that that's good that's a very very promising driver very talented driver and I think we will see like good performances from him like I think he'll take the fight to Gasly I think he'll take the fight to other uh, midfield battles in that like that little group like Renault uh, I don't know if I should I shouldn't put put Aston Martin there but I'll refrain let's say uh, let's say McLaren and Renault and Haas and Alfa Tauri, if these guys are battling, like hopefully Ferrari is not down there as well. But uh, if these guys are battling, I think Yuki Sonora is probably going to, you know, have a very good chance of showcasing what he brings to, the, to this grid. I think that's going to be impressive. And like, that's what I'm looking forward to seeing. Like, I, I want to see how that unfolds. I'm very, very curious. That's what's intriguing. I love how Mazabin wasn't <laughs> even mentioned in
2: that statement I mean, at all. Just shut the, completely just shut no, the curtains no, on him. No, right to be there. fair,
1: uh, see, again, Mazabin, I, I don't know how he's going to perform. But again, since he's in Haas, I don't expect like them, I don't expect like fireworks or anything. right? Like Latifi came in last year, but I could he could have been one of the best drivers on the grid. But like in the, the car that he's in, he he didn't end up making much of an impact. Like if they're battling Giovinazzi and like, you know, like literally his other teammate, then it's not much to focus on, right? Like then there's more interesting things elsewhere on the grid, right? Like we always, we've seen for so many years that the, 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 Middle of the grid battle is the most interesting part. Like Mercedes and Red Bull are out in the distance, where Hamilton is thirty seconds ahead of Max, and then who's thirty seconds ahead of Bottas. But then the rest of the field, where the where the cars like where the pack is closer <laughs> together, that's that's the fun part, right? That's what we want to watch. So AlphaTauri, like Gasly and uh, Ferrari ended up there, and and Racing Point and uh, Renault and McLaren. Those are the battles that we really really enjoy. That's what I'm expecting to see because Sonora is like. Uh, like is being injected into that section, so that's what I'm excited to see. But again, with like Mazepin, make I want to see them. I w- I would like to see Haas too well, but I don't know what to expect.
3: Yuki has been just you know this is like this is like you see someone being uh, playing playing in like an under twelve and suddenly move them to an <laughs> under seventeen team because well, they can. This is you just look at the guy and you're wondering like. How, what, what is this? Why is that child competing? I mean, he's 20, there the are other 20 year olds as well, but uh, just really excited to see another Japanese on the track. Um, I think the first since Kobayashi, was he the last Japanese?
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't remember. I, mean, I was a
3: big fan of yeah. uh, the way Kobayashi raced, right? Like he, he it was a thrill to watch him because he was kind of fearless pushing the limit always and uh, wasn't always really appreciated uh, the fact that he was um, kind of bumping wheels occasionally, but yeah, I'm just, (laughs) I'm excited uh, because F1 has got, F1's average age has gotten like drastically younger, (laughs) all right, Uh, of course uh, Fernando Alonso is pushing it (laughs) uh, on the other end, also a (laughs) young driver in some um, that I hope you guys know that, right? He raced uh, in that um, young driver test thing. And I was like, "What? he's 39.
2: He registered his son by mistake. He registered his <laughs> <it laughs> son by mistake. That's, That's why. why. <laughs> this is an
3: exception for someone who's won the world championship. Say it. No one's going to do much about it, right? Practice chahiye. You need to practice. You can't just get into a race.
0: That's a perfect point. I uh, yeah, as you would expect, Fernando Alonso is not part of this discussion, as which is not surprising to anyone listening. Um, but I wanted to talk about. I just want to quickly talk about two people that we haven't really covered. Gui, you talked about him briefly uh, when you talked about UK. Lando Norris and Lance Stroll, and I like talking about them in together because they're kind of on the opposite spectrum of how <laughs> viewers view them. Everybody loves Lando Norris. I think somewhat unfairly, people hate Lance Stroll. What do they need to do to kind of take their next step up? I think Landon Norris had a great start to the season last year. Towards the end, it kind of tapered off. Lance Stroll, probably like his entire career has showed sparks of like, see, see, we told you, he's actually a good driver, but hasn't really been able to put it together consistently. Mazar, I'll start off with you here. What do they need to do beyond radio? Lance Norris has the, uh, Landon Norris has the radio highlights that is already in, in the bag. But beyond that, what do those two need to do to impress you this season?
2: I think for Lance stroll he needs to become Lance Norris that's only going to work <laughs> in his favor to be honest. <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, but <laughs> no no but genuinely I do like Lando Norris. I know there is that again the slight british biasness there which Gui said was not that much and I've quite clearly seen it. It's just that Russell is definitely the better driver so he gets more attention. Um, I'm interested to see if Stroll, uh, if uh, Lando can do better in terms of uh, how where he'll finish he's going to be caught up in that middle of the pack again uh, so I'm not really sure how much more can he do I honestly I've not really been tracking Stroll much can you blame <laughs> me though uh, is another question as well so <laughs> Um, Yeah, that's my. And
0: Lando will be with Ricardo this year, which is a tough person to have as a teammate. I mean, science was also a tough challenge, but I I would argue Ricardo is an even tougher challenge to to face.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a good team. McLaren can score a lot of points, I believe, and they can definitely challenge Ferrari. Let's not get into that. Four decades' worst performance in the last four decades. They just shat the bed completely uh <laughs> absolutely ridiculous performance no podiums i mean sorry um, not no podiums no race wins oh, right, right. Right, right, no race wins right. in right. the year no pole positions in the year like come on i don't know if that's ever happened guys right? that's why I, so i think McLaren will be very interesting especially lando being there with ricardo you're right i think that's going to probably take it his level up a notch so let's see how that goes.
3: For, for oh. Lando and Lance to be like more uh, in the limelight for me, they just have to go to a team where their teammate is less likable than they are. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> right now, all the teammates they have is just like, oh my God, such you know, golden children of F1. Like F1 has crafted them. Like all you can think when you think of Sebastian Vettel is F1. Like Lance to, daddy's money, this, that, this, that. <laughs> <laughs> When you think of uh, Lando, oh, by the way, Lando, like a lot of people are making a case for Lando being a paid seat. uh, Fine. Uh, Unnecessary controversy around someone who's rather, uh, who's very like, okay, you know, I cannot buy my seat in F1 considering the kind of people who are buying their seat in F1. (laughs) Those guys (laughs) have a lot more money than my dad. But uh, yeah, they just need to have... uh, (laughs) a less likable teammate right now all the teammates are just like perfect right at this moment like everyone loves Danny Rake everyone loves oh, more or less everyone loves well uh, everyone like Shekko as well a lot in fact like towards the end of the season people are probably crying more than they did for their family because this man didn't have a confirmed seat <laughs>
2: what is wrong with
3: you it's okay like it happens it happens it's F1 it's 20 seats it's a lot of money but that's, that's it. I think uh, Lance gets a lot of unfair criticism for just being in F1. Like, okay, his dad is rich. What, what do you mean? His dad is like somehow magically they could afford to have their kid in karting and he made it to that spot. Everyone, almost everyone in F1 is rich barring two or three names. I think. Even
2: they are, even they are like so, definitely upper middle class we
3: are, okay, at, worse, at worst, at worst let's so, not
2: let's not get the
3: standards <laughs> all right let's not yeah. do that but yeah like you have Ocon, you have hamilton who didn't really have like super rich dads but fine that's okay like lance just gets unfair hit
1: yeah. and he's
3: not that bad he's not that bad he's above average for sure
1: yeah yeah i tend to agree there because uh like lance i guess okay he wasn't the best driver on the grid or he is, still isn't but like I've, I feel like I've seen a good progression of his driving ability improving over the last two three years. Like since he was in Williams to Racing Point now, I feel like he he always was a good racer, but not. He, I think uh, his qualifying pace was kind was kind of an issue. But like in the last season, he's done well. He got even got a pole at the, at the Turkish Grand Prix, again, if I remember correctly. So yeah, I think like he's slowly. Um, Silencing his critics in terms of his driving ability. I think the main reason he gets hate is because he basically pushed Ocon out of a seat, and you could argue that Ocon is a better driver than him. But Lance kept his seat, kept his seat because uh, his dad started sponsoring Racing Point, and that's yeah, yeah. Basically, that's 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 I think the core of the reason why Lance gets hate, and. I don't think like you. It's it's fair to say that he's a worse driver than you know anyone else in that like that range of the field. So yeah, I, I think that's that that's the main reason that Lance is getting hit. Like I don't think uh, his driving ability is that poor anymore. Like he's 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 proving himself like to be a worthy you know performer.
2: Any more was the key word there. Any more was the key word there. <laughs>
0: I, I want to quickly, just quickly talk about positioning of those guys. So I don't think there's any chance for Landon Norris to beat Danny their that teammate next season. Any of you, Vettel's been a little bit shaky. What are your predictions for Lance Stroll versus Vettel next season? Does he beat his teammate? Okay. Yeah, okay. I just
1: said that Stroll is good and all, but Vettel is still a four-time champion. And yes, he's made a bunch of mistakes. He's probably thrown away a title twice in the last four seasons, but... Uh-huh. I think Vettel is still a very good driver, and like the amount of the the level of experience he'll bring to the team, like in terms of how much he'll be able to develop the car as well. I don't think Lance can you know match that at all. Yeah, I think I think overall Vettel is going to be Lance, but that's my prediction. Like that's all I'm going to say.
2: Hundred
1: percent, dude. 100%.
2: Vettel. If 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 Stroll wins, I'm going to have to uh, I'll do some day <laughs> or some punishment for sure on the podcast. <laughs> 100%. You can put it down. Perfect. What's the metal? Vetri- oh, no, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, Okay, I I think... I'll, I'll take it with find. you, Mazh. I'll take it with you. I'll take it with you and I'll bet
0: on stroll. Just for the fun of it. Just oh. for
2: yeah, okay. So, <laughs> you're going to have more trouble with the haircut than me. So I, I, <laughs> yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so guys, just a few questions that I had to pose to all three of you. And these were just, these are again, very opinionated based. So feel free. And just I just want a short answer. Like give me no need to reason it out because I think that will unfold in the due course of the season itself. And then we'll either be made to seem like fools or geniuses. So just two questions that I have for you guys. Who will finish second in this year's championship? I want to hear this from the horse's mouth. That's why I asked it. <laughs> I know it's gonna really, really, it's a bit of a pill to swallow, so uh, go for it. First, first you first, then gooey. Just one name, just give it to me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's stopping?
2: I'm gonna act surprised. <laughs> Gui, Krishna?
3: For the sake of variety, I'm gonna say Hamilton's finishing second and someone. Else. <laughs> This is this is like calling Fernando Alonso young. Right?
2: So, <laughs> so, so, that That's I don't why know. I said who's finishing second. That's why I didn't ask who's gonna win because it's 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 like Bayern Munich and the Bundesliga. So
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I don't trust the Honda engine enough. I'm gonna go with uh, I'll go with Bottas. I think he'll hold on to his number two spot. So,
2: yeah. I'm I'm actually uh, I'm I'm on Team Krishnan uh, for this one as well. I, I think we're severely underrated both us in general. We know he's the perfect number two guy, but I just think the Mercedes is too strong as well. My last question, who will finish third in the constructors? I'm not, because I think first and second are pretty much settled. It's going to be Mercedes and Red Bull. Unless you guys have another th- take on that. But who do you think will finish third? Gui, you first.
3: I don't think... Lando and Danny Rick have it in them to put McLaren on third. Do signs and Leclerc have it to put Ferrari third?
2: (laughs) That's the interesting Do Ferrari have it to put Ferrari They have it! Do Ferrari have it? Exactly!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Let's hope.
3: Let's hope. I I know I've been like incredibly biased throughout. I'm just going to say it again. Ferrari is finishing third.
1: I think my answer is McLaren. I, I, I expect big things from Ricardo going there. And um, I think with the new Mercedes engine, they're going to be a little more reliable. They're going to be a little stronger than last season. I think McLaren have, have it in them to finish third. If if Ferrari haven't gotten their shit together by now.
0: I'm actually, I promise I'm not saying this just to pick a different answer. I actually think, uh, I, I thought the Renault car was pretty good at the end of last year. Um and we saw Fernando in his last season. He I think he pushed that McLaren way beyond where it was finishing. he, he wasn't getting points, but he's finishing 11th, 12th, eleventh, 12th. I think they can get it. I mean, I think they were finishing third, fourth, fifth with Danny Rick. I think Fernando Alonso is gonna push that car in further. Hopefully, Esteban Ocon gets used to it. Short answer reno three for me.
2: Paul Z move, Krishnan. Yeah, uh, I, I, this is not one of those Pollard incidents. So <laughs> I
1: run with it.
2: It's not Dennis that also- not, it's not that Rick- blasphemic. <laughs>
1: Fair, fair. we have to oblige. I feel like it's worth acknowledging that Aston, Aston Martin are also in that conversation so we could only pick three out of the four options and we've not picked that like it would have been unfair to like not pick any of them I think so but yeah Aston Martin has to be part of that conversation and there's a big chance that all three of us are wrong as well So it's, like,
3: it's a weird think thing paper is still handy I
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's one of Aston Martin, I feel is the one case where I uh, trust the team but not the drivers to be consistent. It's one of the few teams I feel that way about, I think Aston Martin.
3: That's that's but, fair. I, I wouldn't trust Lance either.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so with that, guys, like we said at the, before our call, we have a little bit of a surprise for you. So guys, this is actually a surprise even for our own host, GUI, but also for Fazel. Mazar and I have planned a quiz because they are our two F1 experts. Now, listen, there's, there's good news. You have nothing, you have nothing to lose, but everything to gain because the winner will get a Kimi, you will not have the drink mug (laughs) and gooey (laughs) and gooey. Since you are, you've been, it's a gladiator versus gladiator show off. We picked you Gui to be our gladiator, our representative for all about sports, the podcast and Zenith, well, you you have to be the representative. Who's, um, so Gui, since you're representing us, you'll get a plus one for our future, for our future quiz scores. So those of you who don't know, we do a quiz when it's the four of us, we keep sack of the scores and at the end, whoever's the lowest number of points uh, has to do some sort of punishment, Okay. but Gui, you'll get a plus one. So nothing to lose. Okay. So Other than yeah, my pride. Yeah, exactly. I'm
1: about
0: to right. <laughs> No, no, that is that is at stake. I have to admit. I to mean, me. your it's
1: just that like I'll embarrass myself and that's okay. Like I'm okay with like I can live with that, but like your podcast is just gonna lose credibility because your F1 expert <laughs> is no expert in by any means. So you know no. no, no. I we have a full faith in you. We have a full faith. <laughs> and we have full
0: editing power also. So anything that needs <laughs> to be taken out, know. we can take out. <laughs> Um, so with that, we we can get it going. Was know how you want to do it. Maybe we can alternate or something like that. So I'll I'll start off with the first one since I mentioned the award. The prize is as I said that Kimi, you will not have the drink mug. Talking about Kimi Raikkonen's famous race where he had a huge issue with his uh with his drinking straw. Which race was that in? Which race did that take place in? And in which year?
3: Can I exit this call without seeming rude? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, okay let's do this. I will uh, admit if you please, get I did not know. Yeah. If you guys if you guys don't get so I will accept do, half the answer. I'll accept half the answer. If you get either the race or the year right we'll give it to you. Yeah, but if both of you get the year right then we're not going to give it to
1: any of you. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah yeah. It's a prisoner's so dilemma. No. We'll keep alternating. So Pooz, if you want okay, to go okay, first okay, for this you. one we'll switch it to Gui. Okay Okay so I'm going to I genuinely don't remember. I it's older Okay. I'm going to take a very wild guess. I think this was during his Ferrari days, not Alfa Romeo. So I'm going to say 2018. And for the race, I'm also not sure. I'm going to say Hungary. Okay. And Gui, what do you have? 2017
0: in Baku, who is unbelievable.
2: Absolutely. Hungary 2018. 2018.
0: I'm
1: shocked.
2: Fast. See, God, this man. is why you That's are our wild. expert. We have faith in our
1: experts. No. <laughs> well, I did not expect to get that right.
2: Brilliant, fast, Brilliant. I think this was you put, you didn't pull a rabbit out of the hat. You pulled a full fucking horse, man. Wow. Oh, wow. Great one. Great one. Okay, I'll go with the next one. What is Lawrence Stroll's net worth and uh, now closest wins and you can say it in billions and and us dollars so gui and gui yeah, and gui and you go first this time in,
3: in billion us dollars you are saying right yes correct 21.3 okay okay,
1: okay. wow okay. that's too
3: much i know
1: um. i'm going to do the very big head thing and be 21.2 <laughs> <laughs>
2: Guys, both like, of you don't get points for this. Like, what? <laughs>
3: okay. <laughs> two point something, four point something.
2: It's three point two billion. <laughs>
1: but why don't you we ask so I'm closer, <laughs> I win
3: <laughs> No, you're you're closer by like point one. Yeah, so no. no you don't. I, that's
1: closer. Like if someone wins a that race by point one tenth of a second, that's still a race win. He still gets no, twenty-five no. points. We so, we've
0: just heard from the umpires, the F1 umpires, <laughs> and they've said uh, it's completely not allowed. You totally tanked your teammate there. It's uh, you get negative. Sorry, very sorry.
2: <laughs> Fuzel, just for being a dick, you don't get. That. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to win. You have to do uh, it. This is hypocrisy. Too. After shitting on Verstappen, a yeah.
1: dick <laughs> he's just pulling off a Verstappen move. Does look, it count, point? Look, everyone. All of those drivers have to do everything they can to win. This is just my way. I'm just ensuring my victory. <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly like what's happened. Exactly. Like what's happened. <laughs> but okay, um, I don't know. Uh, that's up to the race marshal Krishnan to take this call. I'm. I'm
0: saying that's a zero zero. Race marshal <laughs> declares zero zero. I apologize. I apologize. That's a zero zero for me. <laughs> Uh, okay, with, with that, um, here's another one. We're talking about the young drivers, right? In this, so who are the three youngest F1 race winners? Am three I going musicians? first? Yes, you, that would be. Um, yeah. so bonus I for think, getting uh,
1: them,
0: uh,
2: bonus for getting it, let's say age-wise. In order correct?
1: of age, like, yeah, the age youngest in which they won, oldest the Youngest old. to yeah, oldest. Okay. I think Verstappen is the youngest, if I remember correctly. Race winner, that's a tough one. I'm gonna say um, Leclerc is one, and I'm gonna say Vettel is one. I'm not sure about the order. I, I'm, I'm obviously not sure about all the. I, I'm pretty sure Verstappen is the youngest race winner. He won in yeah Spain in twenty sixteen. I think.
0: So you're saying Verstappen one. Who are you saying two?
1: Leclerc, v- uh, Vettel. Okay. Who do you we? agree? Verstappen
3: one. If if that's not true, then what's the hype about? <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's one pretty i i hope it's straightforward at least damn was that some seriously good picks hey, okay i'm not i'm not gonna ignore him on the camera he's he's playing mind
2: games. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Gouhi, you don't have more time. You don't Vettel, have more time. You
3: know, was Vettel really that young in his Toro Rosso season?
2: I, I know the Vettel, answer, so I, I can't. Kise, but, pooch Who You're asking myself, yeah, I'm,
3: your myself, I'm asking myself. And I don't, if I'm not wrong, he didn't get. Gui you have three
2: seconds.
0: Like Vettel and then Leclerc. So you're saying so you're saying Max Vettel, Leclerc. So basically, I'll switch the order for two and three essentially. Yeah. Perfect, Gui, My man, you got it right. Good and, thinking, um, bro. Good thinking. So you get the you get the bonus points. You get the bonus again. points. So both of you get get one, uh, and Gui gets the bonus point for that one. But
2: shout out to Fuzz. He said 2016 Spanish Grand Prix was snapping. It was yeah. It, it was, was his Spanish first
1: race in Red Bull. Red, um, Red, Red Bull. Got demoted. Yeah. So <laughs> it was a it was a it's a memorable race because I remember watching it live and I remember he won because both the Mercedes crashed out. So that's not like you know.
0: Muzz, 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 I'm going to switch up the order a little bit because the last one's about your guy versus not their guy. So I'm going to switch up the order. I'll take the next one. And you take the last one. Um, <sighs> so firstly, great job, guys. It's, it's a hotly contested. It's 2-2 two, two as of now, right? It's 2-2. Two, two. Very, very hotly contested. Next question is Red Bull, right? Helmet Marco is their advisor, right? He's a strange advisor. He, he, he does a lot in terms of the Red Bull driver program, bringing young guys, which is ironic because he's extremely old. Question is, how old is he? Closest two wins on this one, Gui, <laughs> you taken? Hey, closest to closest two, and and I I, I don't want seventy five point five. if say he says sixty two and you say sixty one point five. I say seventy three. You start prime number Seventy three, <laughs> okay. Seventy three,
1: okay. Uh, that's a good shout. I'm gonna not be a complete dick and say <laughs> seventy eight.
0: fazel fantastic answer. It's seventy seven. So Fuzel, Ooh. that's you. It's close, yeah. but guys, yeah. listen. You guys are proving your worth, man. Y'all are both very close. All been close answers so far. So we intentionally gave it to y'all because we were not. We did not believe we could answer this. So very good job so far, Mazhar. I'll give you the last question because uh... ah,
2: yes, this is my favorite one, and this is going to make Fuzel and Gui <laughs> so happy. This question, like they'll they'll just they'll they'll actually be running okay. all over the place. Um, okay, so shocked. Which nationalities are Max Verstappen's parents from? What are their nationalities? His dad and his mom. Okay.
1: What are these questions? (laughs) It's it's a tough one. Um, I'm confused between a couple options, honestly. Um, Okay, I'm going to take a stab at it again. I think his dad is Dutch from the Netherlands. I think his mother is Belgian. Again, wild guess, and I'm not entirely sure. Gui, what about you?
3: See, it's it's between those two countries only, right? That that's a that's a given. But now suddenly you think his father's name is Joss. Arey, kisdar ka
2: Hey,
3: honestly,
1: Joss is a very Dutch name, and uh, in one of my old uh, leagues as well, there was a, there were, there was a guy named Joss from the Netherlands. So it's not that uncommon. Okay. okay. That wow,
2: Fuzel's being a Leclerc now. Fuzel's <laughs> being a
1: Leclerc
2: now. Redeeming himself, it seems. Or oh, he could be playing mind games. I don't know. Sure <laughs> call. Sure call.
3: They, he has so much support at the Belgian also, but that's kind of throwing me off. But that, that has nothing to do with his parents' nationality, no. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just going to... I'm going to ex- I am going to be a proper dickhead. I'm going to say the same answer as <laughs> because if it's wrong, it's wrong. If it's right, it's right. But, but those are like the, the only two nationalities I, which come to mind. Like I, I if, if I were ahead by the two points, I would just say pop is Spanish or some, Yeah,
1: I'm not, I won't. If he's already given his answer. The other option I was confused about is Austria, because for some reason he has a crazy Austrian following. So. I would have guessed maybe he has some affiliation with that country, but I'm I, I'm not sure. Netherlands a, and Belgium are still my guesses. Isn't that just Probably. for Red Bull? No? Probably. That's maybe, possible. because maybe. But I see like those orange shirt, Verstappen fans, like there's a whole section of them. In the vicinity for them. I, I guess. Them guess.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so guys, both of you are absolutely spot on.
1: Oh, his his dad is Dutch and mom is Belgian. So I should get an extra point for answering first. But I like I answered it. <laughs> if Guri, no, said- probably wouldn't have gotten it. <laughs> then if the thing is, it's your fault to one go one to on this one-
2: tangent one- and explaining to him that oh my yeah, friend was true. Dutch.
1: His name no, was. Like yours. is a Dutch. It's a Dutch name. That's what I'm saying. Like I've heard it so.
2: Yeah, but you, you're giving him the help. So that's, that's I, mean, an assist I think, you. I think he would have switched. He
0: would have switched if not for you. I think, I think he would have switched. <laughs> potentially. If for you.
2: <laughs> anyway, Krishnan go for it now.
0: So I have one. So we have a lot of, you know, obviously over here, we have a lot of um, Ferrari fans right on this call. So Ferrari won a lot. You know, they hold the record for most championships. What is that number? What is the total number of championships? That they have won for constructors' championships,
2: Ferrari. I know this. this, I I know this one. So many F1
3: promos in the last year about this, but I mean, it's it's the biggest brag, right? Like, if the constructors' championship would have been uh, counted from the very first. Go for it, Gui. Just
0: say it. We're going closest to, right? Closest to, closer to.
3: Come
2: on. (laughs) What closest to in this, yeah? Bro, 34. otherwise we'll have so many
1: questions to go. Yeah, yeah we'll never finish because yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. So closest to, closest to. 34. 34, 34, 34. 34, okay. 34? Who's? Okay. Damn, that's very, like, I don't think this it's is that true. hard. I want to say something I like...
3: can change my answer. <laughs>
1: <laughs> to be fair, I don't
0: feel bad for Mazur's reaction because fools also had the same reaction at the same time. Yeah, 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 it's not yeah.
1: like I think it's
2: closer to like
1: 15, maybe? 14, 15, maybe 17, no,
2: no, no. I, I don't know. It's 16, so 15. Guys, 16. Oh. it's 16, yeah. Come on. And you call yourselves Ferrari fan. <laughs> okay, so that one has to be foos though. I can that, that has to be whatever. foos. That's, I don't fast. Have
1: to that's fast, fast, man. That's, that's fast, that's fast. fast. I mean, it's so, just like the last 10 seasons are a blur. Like, it's just... <laughs> no, no. Come 15. on, guys. They've had
2: 15 drivers who have won the championship. Uh, There was just... And one year they won the constructors when uh, they they didn't win the drivers championship. But I don't know which year that was. sadly. sorry. <laughs>
0: so guys, but yeah. with that one one little secret uh, that we kept from you this whole episode, in the in the spirit of sports betting, Mazhar and I bet on who would win this one, and the stakes were the quiz. I bet on Foos and Mazhar bet on GUI. So there was nothing for you all to lose, but something for us to lose. So I would have got if if. Depending on who won, we'd get a plus one in the quiz. Depending on who lost, we'd get a minus one. Sadly, for Mazad, she knew the answer to the tiebreaker, which is the irony of the entire situation. (laughs) But um, it's such a great episode. Fooz, always awesome to have you on, man. We're going to keep having you on (laughs) this season. And with that, we're wrapping up a really entertaining quiz. This one very tight between our two gladiators. Fantastic battle. I think you'll prove absolutely how knowledgeable you all are. I can be honest. I wouldn't have known any of these answers to any of these <laughs> questions, very honestly, uh, which is why I wanted to be the one asking it. Thanks so much. Do like share and subscribe. Leave us your thoughts on formula one on sports in general. Uh, but with that signing off and enjoy the formula one uh, season. That's starting this weekend. Take care. Yeah. Stay safe. Bye.